And we are back with Survivor Hot Takes. It's once again, me, Coach Drew, a.k.a. Uh, Jeff's Hidden Advantage, which we will kind of touch on today, uh, as well as Jeff just in general for the season so far. I am joined today by Sarah, who you might know or remember from the Real- or Survivor Buffs Season 41 pre-show fans edition. Am I right on that? Yeah, fan table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as always, um, I ask everyone this. Uh, what is your survivor hot take? My survivor hot take is I think China is overrated. I am not a big fan of Survivor China. I know a lot of people are, but I am not. <laughs> and where would you put it if you mm. were to rank them? Yeah. Top so half or I bottom would, half? I would put it at the bottom half, not at the very bottom, but – in a ranking of one through 40, I would put it <laughs> in like, I would put it about 30. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That I, I feel like <laughs> people are going to, uh, some people might take it. China's not that high on my, it's in the top half, but it's not that high on my list. But uh, yeah, that's definitely a take. Um, so, uh, Survivor 41 season two comes out. Uh, if you guys haven't seen our recap, uh, Survivor Buffs did one. I think it released a couple days ago. Um, but what we're here to talk about are the, some of the things that happened during the episode that have either like blown up the internet or that we felt pretty strongly about. Um, starting off, how do you feel about Jeff breaking the fourth wall as much as he has so far this season? I thought it was a first episode thing. But he continued it in this episode. So how do you, how are, how are you enjoying that? Yeah. So I do feel like this season that there are lots of ways that they're trying to rebrand into this new era, and I'm all for that. But with Jeff breaking the fourth wall, I feel like it's a little unnecessary. Like I don't feel strongly against it. I don't feel strongly for it. I don't really think there's a point to doing it. Like it's cool. Like hey, look, we're Season 41, we're trying something new, but I don't really see a point to it. Um, I don't think it's super necessary. <laughs> do you see it potentially continuing throughout the rest of the season, or do you think it's, this is just a pre-merge thing, hopefully, uh, that will kind of go away after a while? I think if they've had it in the past two episodes, it'll probably be like a once-per-episode thing. Yeah, the, it was so it was so corny when they <laughs> when they were ready to walk into tribal. Like he did it in the first episode, it was fine, but he did it again in the second episode where he's just like, "Oh man, what's gonna happen?" It's like I don't, Jeff, you're not getting me any more excited by you talking to me. Like I'm already on my uh, on the edge of my seat. I don't need you, you know, in my face saying, "What's yeah. gonna happen?" It's like, yeah. We've been doing this long enough, Jeff. We know. We know how to feel in the situation. Um, it was weird in the second episode. The first episode, I was like, okay, this is cool. Like when he comes on camera talking to us. But yeah, in the yeah. second episode, I was like, we didn't need to do this. What was the point? <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't seem like many people are the biggest fan, fans, fan, whatever, uh, of it on the uh, on the internet. But And I tend to try to not agree with them. But in this situation, I would say that they're right. Uh, like you said, I don't really have a strong opinion one way or the other. Uh, I'm not going to turn the show off if he continues to do it or anything like that. But I do 
find it's kind of unnecessary for them to continue to do this over and over and over again. Uh, so, but moving on uh, to an, another uh, hot topic uh, coming out of the episode is the actual vote out that happens at the end of the episode. So how did you vote going and were you surprised at the way it went? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think based on the edit, you think it's either going to be Tiffany or Xander. And then last minute, you know, Tiffany's really pushing for Voce. And based on the edit, it feels like they're going to vote out Tiffany. Or it feels like Evie and Liana are going to vote Xander. And there might be a 2-1-1 happening, which I don't understand why 2-1-1 didn't happen. Because that was a bulletproof plan, a 2-1-1. Because if Evie and... Um, Liana voted for Xander, and then, you know, Tiffany voted for Voce, and Voce voted for Tiffany, it would tie 1-1. Voce would go out on the revote if Xander played an idol. So if they were trying to target Xander and they viewed him as the bigger threat, you know, why did they not do the 2-1-1? But I do know that um, when I listened to the podcasts with Rob and Adam, on this episode, um, and Voce said this in his exit interview, Evie only had five minutes when they returned to camp to discuss the vote before going to tribal. Oh, wow. So, yeah, and you don't see that in the edit, and so I don't think there was any Yeah, they, time it looks like they stretched it out. Yeah. Well, th because Evie has a lot of scenes, you know, when they return back to camp, so I assumed... I'm going to assume that most people assumed that it was spread out across the day. But in reality, as you're saying, it's five minutes. They got a lot of content in five minutes. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think there was time to talk Tiffany down. I think Tiffany was pushing Voje, and they just kind of had to go with it. There wasn't time to say, hey, maybe a 2 one one's a better idea. Um, I think that's just what we don't see in the edit. Do you think that they made the right choice? Okay, so this is something I didn't think about when I watched the episode. But what we don't see in the episode is, was Xander blindsided? Did Xander know the vote was going to be on Voce? Did Evie tell Xander, hey, I'm voting for Voce? We don't know because Xander didn't vote. He didn't have a vote, so we can't see if he was left out of the vote. He could have been very well aware it was Voce and been like, hey, it's either going to be me or Voce and been grateful that Evie saved him over Voce. And that would make him even more loyal to Evie and basically, you know, make it still a strong four if he was aware that that was the vote. Because if they voted out Xander, um, you know, then... I feel like Voce is one of those players who would be more willing to flip and not really, you know, stay loyal to that group. So I don't know. I think there's a lot we don't see. Yeah. And I, and I, I know that uh, Xander's slowly becoming America's sweetheart, uh, at least on, on the, on the male front for the season. And, you know, I, I'm all in on it. Not all in, all in. I think he will be uh, either pre-merge or like right at the merge, but uh, I I love his energy. Uh, he seems like a genuine kind of guy, uh, and you know he's he's you know 
like I said, American sweetheart, read between the lines. Um, having said that, I would say that I, I would agree with you on all fronts when it comes to, to the vote. Um, but it will be interesting to see how much he knew going. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, his reaction afterwards, I mean, it could have been a genuine reaction. He could have been trying to play it up. You know, you never know. Um, but I I don't know. I Because I'm such a big fan of the social game, I'm glad that he did stay. Mm-hmm. But they also have to understand that Xander is now a threat because now he has people saving him. And if they're willing to save him now, other people might be willing to save him later when they're trying to go after you. And it's a, it's a big hullabaloo and they're not going to need it. And if Xander survives, if Xander's the last person from that tribe to survive in the game, they're all going to regret it. You know, they, they, I think they're all pretty much still in a good spot there. Maybe not Tiffany. Um, I think they're all pretty uh, in a pretty good spot on that tribe, but if Xander is the last person standing for that tribe, they're all going to regret it. Um, how do you feel? And Sarah had to explain to this to me before we went live because I was under the assumption that the idol, like I, in my head, the idol worked totally different than it actually does. So, how do you feel about how the idol works this season? <laughs> Yeah, so the idol is definitely a disadvantage this season, and the only the only way that it makes it okay is because when Xander found the the idol advantage before he opened it, there was a warning: beware. You know, this could not be something great. There was a warning before he opened it. There's a risk to be taken. And because he took that risk, now this is a disadvantage for him. He can't vote. And so I understand. And I think it actually increases a lot of strategy because now you're having to basically work without talking to other people on other tribes, like work together in a weird way like cross-tribal alliance, which is super weird to think about because that's never been a thing. Um, So I I do like it. I think it's different, but it will be really tough. Um, I do think that Xander probably should have not opened it, left it there in case he needed it during like a Hail Mary situation. Like if he knew he was getting votes, he could go get it. Um, he could keep an eye on it to see if anyone else found it. Like, I think there was more he could have done with it by leaving it there. He could have used it as leverage to get others to trust him by saying, hey, I found something, but not opened it. Like, there's so much he could have done with it by not opening it. So I think it harmed him opening it than if he hadn't. But I think this is the one of the issues that I have. I'm not a big fan of advantages. You know, I, I think that well, one, there are too many of them. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of them this season, but we're still early. But I think that one of the problems with advantages is, especially in this case, I, we've never played out there, so we don't know. But like, I would feel like I would not, if something says beware and it's an advantage and we're on day four or five of the game, I'm probably just, okay, I know where it is. Like you said, I know where it is. If I really need, if my back's against the wall, I'll go do it. But Xander didn't even get a vote at that first tribal, pretty sure. 
So it's not like he's in a shit spot on the tribe. He's in a pretty good spot on the tribe. He ends up in a shit spot afterwards, you know, after everything that happens in this episode, but he's in a pretty good spot. So I would, like you said, leave it there. I know where it is. I can either go tell people, hey, there's something here. Maybe we should all look at it. Maybe I should tell one person that I really trust. Here it is. Maybe we should both look at it. The worst thing you can do in this situation this early in the game is if something says beware and you say, you know what, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here to play. And it's like, yeah, you're here to play, but you're also here to make smart decisions. And <laughs> I'm going to look like a jackass when he like wins the game because of this advantage. And, you know, I'm going to look stupid. But as of now, I would say it was kind of a dumb idea to take it then. Um, and I'm hoping, I mean, obviously I'm hoping that it does work out for him. Uh, I cringed very horribly when uh, he said the phrase at the challenge. Uh, I had to hide under my covers of how embarrassed I was for him in that moment. Um, but I look forward to both anxiously and, you know, whatever, at when the other two tribes find theirs and they also have to say something silly just to watch the reactions on Xander's face, especially you know, if he's still there, um, do you, do you like the idea though? Like at the end of the day, the, do you think that splitting the idol up among the three tribes is going to hurt or help someone's game in the long run? Like, do you think any one of the three that win or get the idol, um, do you think that it's going to ultimately hurt or, or hinder them, uh, in the game? I think it's going to definitely help them because, again, they have that cross-tribal alliance. They have someone else that's working with them that you can't normally do on any other season of Survivor. You can't talk to other tribes. You only have your tribe members. Tribe loyalty is not going to be as big of a thing this season because of the summit advantage, too. You know, Evie and Deshaun, they created an alliance cross-tribally the idol creates alliances cross-tribally. Um, information is more widespread by having the idol set up like that. And so I think because of that, it's gonna create everybody kind of like a kind of like a merge situation. Like everybody is playing their own game, but you know, the tribe loyalty is not gonna be as big of a thing as it usually is, I feel no, like. No Navini Strong. No more Navidi Strong. <laughs> I think I think uh, Ghost Island just total. I think Ghost Island is responsible for how they're doing forty one now because, uh, yeah, we'll talk about Ghost Island in the future. Um, so speaking, uh, you know, speaking on the summit, how have you enjoyed that so far? Do you think that they're going to change it up as the season progresses? Or do you think it's always going to be the same during the pre-merge cycle uh, of the game? I hope they change it up. I feel like it's, if it's the same, it's going to get really old fast. And then everyone's going to know at some point that, hey, if you go to the summit, you can get an extra vote. And I feel like there's going to be so many extra votes in the game that it's just going to be, like, too much. So I hope that they change it up. I hope this is the last time we see um this version of it yeah it could be like a protect your vote risk your vote but you get a different advantage you know maybe it's not an extra vote or maybe it's just like something that has like a time frame on it like 
disadvantage can only be played at merge or like, you know, something to limit the amount of advantages that come into play. Because if you have advantages that can all be played at once, like that's not going to end very well. <laughs> yes. As we've seen, it doesn't end well for the people that we like. Uh, so I, I think the summit is a good idea. I do think that it adds to the already, you know, we learned so much about uh, these players, especially in this season. And I think we're learning more about them as they go off, uh, you know, towards the summit. Um, I think that if they kept that concept, it'd be fine. As long as, you know, as long as they changed the stakes, uh, you know, as long as they change what they're playing for, because it seems like right now, even though there's only been four people that have done the summit, it seems like pretty much everyone knows what kind of goes on there. Mm-hmm. So people are going to start, you know, raising their hands saying, Hey, I want to do it. Oh, Hey, I want to do it. And that could either help or hinder because it could help them by getting whatever, whatever advantage it could hinder them because, Oh, wow. This person was really gung ho about going to, you know, going to the summit. We should vote them out because they're clearly, you know, trying to do other things that don't involve us. Um, which I, I do, I do, um, I enjoy that aspect of the game. Making that type of hard decision is fun. Picking an advantage that says beware, not really my thing, especially that early in the game. Um, so, do you have any thoughts on anything else before we move to, uh, you know, towards the end of, of the episode? I think it'll be really interesting to see if one person volunteers for the summit and that causes someone else to volunteer because they want to work together. So that will be very interesting because if it was me, I wouldn't really care necessarily about the advantage because advantages are secondary to alliances. And so I think that the summit, the biggest thing for that is, hey, this is a chance to talk to someone on the other tribe. This is a chance to make an alliance with them that could benefit you at Merge. I wouldn't even care about the advantage itself. I would say, hey, whatever. If you want it, sure, whatever. Like That that comes secondary to me. So that's what I'm going to be most interested in this season is how do these cross-tribal alliances play into the end game? How do they play into the Merge? Um, and that's what I'm going to be looking for, not necessarily the advantage. And I mean, they, they you saw at the last uh, tribal, they're already thinking about a swap. Uh, mm-hmm. So swap doesn't happen. They're you know they have more time to build these one on one bonds with people instead of building bonds and then you swap, but you haven't spent enough time with a person, so you swap and it's like, hey, you remember we're cool. Uh, sorry, I'm staying new ED strong. You gotta go. Um, so I, I do hope that the people that are good at socially, uh, continue to go. It would be interesting to see someone that's not as good socially going to the summit just to see how they interact with people and, you know, whether, you know, it becomes easier for them to talk one-on-one as compared to talking to a group. Um, yeah, I think we're, I'm having a lot of fun this season so far at like the, the the jitters have gone away, like, but I'm still having fun. It's, this is not just you know me saying, oh yeah, it's been survivor uh, eighteen months without survivors. It's like, no, I'm actually enjoying this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't miss Survivor Twitter or Survivor Reddit, but every now and then someone will post a funny meme 
Uh, I think this week was a lot of had to do with butterflies. So uh, I've, I've enjoyed all of those. So before we head out, um, we wanted to touch on at this point in the game. Well, first of all, is your winner pick still in the game? Who is your winner pick? Yeah, so this is a hot take. My winner pick is Tiffany. <laughs> And okay. Tiffany got a lot of hate last last episode, but let me just tell you, she's got a killer social game. So, yep people people protected her. Uh, mm-hmm. You know that they didn't have to. Uh, I'm glad they're not putting stock into the physical challenges. I've been saying that for years. And I feel like a lot of people have been saying it for years. People need to stop putting so much stock into how people perform in the challenges because one, you're never on the tribe long enough for it to actually matter. But two, it's more about who do you think you can actually work with going forward? And as we saw, it looked like more people felt like they could work with Tiffany long term. Um, so, yes, who in this situation right now, Tiffany is still in your final three? Yeah, yeah. And who else is there with her? I think that JD has a really good chance of making it are in the game and I don't think people will respect his game as much if he does make it to final three so I could see him getting to final three and And why do you why do you think that I think he's playing a little naive right now and he's kind of like he's kind of going all out early on so he's playing like a super fan yeah and I feel like right now Chantel feels like hey I can just have JD as a number and JD, like I saved him and he can ride my coattails. Like I can see Chantel being the power player and him kind of being like her goat. And I can see her making it really far in the game, but not making it into final three because she's too big of a threat. Like I could see her going out at like six, five or four. Um, And I could see Ricard being a big player who goes out right before the end too. And I feel like Tiffany can kind of be, someone who is not as big of a threat as they are. So I could see her making it to the end. And like I said, JD. Um, and the other one could be more of like a wild card. Um, what are your... As everyone knows, my, my winner pick went home last week. Um, <laughs> no. So I've had, to, I've had to basically start all over again. And I mean, just going based off of what I've seen so far, I, I do agree that I think players like Ricard are going to be big threats in the game and they will probably be taken out when they should be. And if not, you know, people like him and people like Chantel have a very big chance of win. So let's, let's just say, let's just say these players are smart enough to see that and that they do get rid of them. Um, I would say a player like, Tiffany, I, I wouldn't have Tiffany in my final three, but I honestly think that Xander could make it. I don't have him in my final three, but I think that Xander could make it if he can escape uh, the 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 mini hole that he is in right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, having said that, uh, I'm going to probably go with uh, Liana, JD, and. Maybe Deshaun. Maybe Deshaun. Deshaun. Yeah. Yeah, I, I loved. I loved that one confessional that he had um, about his about his family and how you know he wasn't the you know the smartest kid growing up and how you know I, that was Deshaun, right? I'm not making this up in my mm-hmm. head. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's a doctor. Okay, uh, it's like oh no, it was somebody else. Uh, no, 
uh, and how he's a doctor now and all that. And I, I think that 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 made him come off very heroic. And you know, I, I'm not one of those people that like reads the edits or anything like that. But I'm like, oh, that's really cool to learn about Deshaun. Um, so if I were to if I were to take a guess right now, those would be my three. It'll probably be three new people next week after two of them get voted out this week. Um, but as of now, that's where I would go with it. Mm-hmm. I could see Nasir possibly making it to the end as well. I think he didn't start off very strong, but in the last episode that we saw that he actually was making connections and people did want to keep him around. So I could see him just kind of being this happy go lucky guy who makes it far because everyone likes him and you know, he may not play the best game, but he could be someone that could get to the end. Before we head out, thoughts on Brad. I, 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 what, are, what are your thoughts on Brad? Okay, well, Brad, I said early on he was either going to be first boot or he was going to be the goat that people drag to the end. But <laughs> I do think he is probably going to go out sooner than later. Um especially after the last episode and the whole spy shack thing, I was like, why are you even doing this right now? Like you're not Tony. Don't even, don't even try to do this. Let the king do it. Um, He literally just, he comes back and he starts sharing all of it. It's like, you're doing it all wrong. What are you doing? Uh, I I know. I know. And everyone saw him do it. And yeah, I don't think anyone's going to respect him. Like they're either going to be like, Hey, this is an easy vote. Let's vote him out. Or if they, you know, like I said, if they want to take him to the end as a goat, like I feel like that could possibly happen, but I'm feeling more toward he might be the next one out. <laughs> you know what? I think that Brad is definitely pre pre-merge material, whatever the hell that means. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think he, he has been fun. Um, but yeah, I don't think he's meant for this game. Once again, everyone come back and watch this when Brad wins the season. And I look like. <laughs> please no, oh, please no. <laughs> yes, please, just just not Brad. Um, but that's it for this week's episode. I want to thank Sarah for joining us. Sarah will be back uh, later in the season, so we can do this all over again. Uh, hopefully, by that point, we'll have a the will the bigger picture will start to show itself, and we'll have actual uh, a final three that might actually make sense. Um, mine definitely wasn't. I just you know, going based off of what I've seen so far. Sarah seems like she put more thought into it. Um, but I, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, I'm glad that we were able to do this. I appreciate everyone for tuning in or whenever you watch this. And uh, until then, we will see you all on the other side. Okay.